All right, it is news time, Slimmy. I was going to do it yesterday. Now we've talked about it. I feel like we might need to do it today. What What do your pockets look like today? Do you have? Is, are the jeans you're wearing today? Are they outlined or are they a, a clean pair? Are you talking about mine? Yes, sir. Your jeans. Uh, this pair is not as ripped up as yesterday's, but there is the uh, dramatic outline of my phone on my left front pocket. Because I really want to post a picture of it, and I wanted to do it yesterday, but Jay, I Ooh. will just be very honest with you. I felt extremely uncomfortable <laughs> grabbing my phone yesterday and taking a picture of your front pocket yeah. with people who mill around outside of my window. That's they can fair. see in. What am I going to do? I'm going to stand there and be like, hey, Jay, stand still. Hang on. Let me get my phone out. Yeah. Take a picture of this area. Yeah. And when someone walks by, immediately know they are going from our studio to HR. I didn't need that in my yeah, day yesterday. No. Yeah. So I I don't know if you could do it. There's no good way to take this picture. No, and I, you're right. It The one yesterday would have been way better because it's so ripped up. These have a, an outline, though, and there's a small rip in the top okay. left. Because yesterday's jeans, it, I, I'm surprised that the fabric hadn't fallen off. It looks trendy, though. Like there's looks tears trendy. in your pants. I don't know. Isn't that how that works? It looks trendy. I don't know. Okay. So- Me and trendy go hand in hand, so. Uh, so yeah, uh, everyone send us pictures of their pockets. Okay, is there a way to take a picture of your front pocket without someone walking by and being very concerned? No, it, look, it looks weird. I don't think it's possible. No, I don't think it's possible. Jay, I don't know where you and Denise got married, but I'd love to hear about where it was. Uh, we got married in a small chapel, a small historical. It's a historical landmark. Really? Yeah. In where? Uh, it's in Nebraska. Okay, just so, south of Omaha. So I'm I'm assuming that is an older an older church. There's oh, yeah. a lot of stuff in Nebraska that's going to be older than most of the things here in the state of Washington. It's uh yeah, it's it's historic, man. It's pretty cool. Has a little <laughs> bell tower in it, and yeah, it's really cool. I love that. It um my wedding was in the same kind of place, an old church from like eighteen eighteen thirty something, like the eighteen thirties, and every time we'd go there. Before and then, of course, during the ceremony, when I should have been focusing, I'm thinking, this is way older than Spokane. (laughs) The place I'm standing right now, the building I'm in, is older than the city I love. That's a weird thing. Yeah, it is weird. And so I really paid attention during my wedding. It was great. Seems like it. Well, those places that you and I got married are different than the opportunity that you have with this. You heard of Oscar Mayer? Oh, yeah. The Wienermobile. The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, something that you and I have been gr- uh, blessed enough to see in the parking lot yeah, here at the close. KXLY building. Up close and personal. So. We, had, we had the the guy and gal who drive it around. They came in studio. They were oh. awesome. Yep. Well, the legendary Wienermobile will be in Las Vegas, Nevada this weekend, April 15th and 16th, and they are transforming the Wienermobile into the Wienermobile of love. And the hot dog-shaped vehicle will be stationed outside the Little White Wedding Chapel in Las Vegas. Couples can awesome. go to OscarMeyer.com, one of the hardest things to spell in the world. Because Meyer is M-A-Y-E-R. Well, you have to think of the song. That's a great... If you don't know the song... I don't know the song, Jay. How does it go again? Stop it. How does it... Well, I forget how it goes again. <laughs> how does it go again? Baloney has a first name. But how does it go again? Oh, oh! I, you want me to sing the song? Oh, I just don't remember. I'm not. I'm not as familiar with it as I probably should be. 
Three seconds. Two seconds. One second. My baloney has a first name. It's an amazing speller. I'm not going to lie. Great speller. I would love to know what happened with that kid going forward. No, don't ruin it. I would love to know, like, oh, where are they now? The kid who sang the Wiener song. Baloney song, technically, Bologna but also song, sorry, Baloney. B o l o b o l o g n a. Cutest little kid voice. Oh my gosh! And hair. Uh, M a just his face, his hair, the whole thing is just a home run, man. M a y e r. So you go to oscarmeyer.com, and the wedding ceremony will be led by Oscar Meyer employees, known as hot doggers. Yes. All expenses paid by the company if you are chosen. That's so great. Ceremonies will include performances by a wiener whistle, which, of course, <laughs> or excuse me, wiener whistle quartet, which is one of the great Whoa. scenes in the Santa Claus when Neil at the end gets his Oscar Mayer wiener He's whistle. So excited. And is so excited about it. It's so great. Uh, they have a wiener cake, and that is going to be all part of the weddings with the wiener mobile, which is really fun. That's an iconic vehicle. For an iconic product, they've done a great job marketing it. You would, you would never, people would never forget if your wedding was at the Wiener Mobile. Now, you and I got married in churches. You got in a chapel. I got in a church. Mm-hmm. They're old. People may forget the venue. I, I'm, I'm curious right now if we have anyone listening who was married in a place they feel like was extremely unique. Because I think you and I have I like unique that. places for the reasons that we feel they're unique. Yours was a historic chapel. Yeah, historic landmark. I just found a picture of it from 1856. It was built in 1856. Jay, again, before the founding of Spokane, Washington. What? Yeah, that's cool. What? Mine, I, I, I knew, do need to find where mine was. It's in Kentucky, so it's old as dirt. But it was... Bye, Kentucky. It, it was cool. That's why ours are unique. But there's got to be someone out there right now who feels they have a very unique place they got married. Now... Like a is, Wienermobile. Is it going to be more unique than the Wienermobile? I'm going to guess no. I don't think you can beat that for uniqueness. I don't think so. Serving hot dogs at the wedding, I imagine. Everybody gets a... I mean, wouldn't you? You have to. The... The... Uh, yeah... The Wienermobile is tall enough to stand up in. The thing is way bigger than you think it is. I think people when we would went, be shocked. When we had it here, I thought, well, you're in this a lot, the kids who were driving it around, the hot doggers. Yep. It was it was deceivingly spacious inside of it. I mean, it's not like you're inside a resort, but it was, for what it is, more RV-like than I thought it would be. Oh, for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jared got married at Six Flags. That's uh that would be an adventure. Uh, Beth had a motorcycle rally. Mm. 509-441-0999. The phone number 509-441-0999. Where is the weird place you got married that I'm never going to forget? Michael? The, below the Mirabu Waterfalls on the platform. Oh, so. wow. Yeah, that's cool. That is cool, man. Yeah. yeah. And it was going at the time, and it was beautiful. The sun was on it, and it was just gorgeous. Yeah, that's a that's good call on your guys' part. That that part of the uh, Spokane Valley is beautiful. I love that. Well done. Yep. 
Yeah, thank you, brother. Yeah. Appreciate that. I mean, it's no Wienermobile. Oh, jeez. It's no Wiener. Uh, Michael, it's no Wienermobile, dude. Ah, sorry, buddy. But it is really good. Uh, little, I, I, you know what? If I hear that there is a couple getting married by the falls, the Mirabu Falls, I don't know what those exactly are called. I think they're called the Mirabu Falls. Let's call them the Mirabu Falls. Mm-hmm. If I hear that a couple is getting married at the Mirabu Falls, and I hear that a couple is getting married at the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, and I have to predict which relationship will last longer, <laughs> and I call me crazy, I'm going to go with Mirabu Falls, Jay. <laughs> Jay, Kevin, and so, Good choice, Michael. Yeah. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Hello, everyone. Kevin James. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two, beating both first. (sighs) The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter, you wrote it down, we picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all, and we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun, and it's gonna be great, so let's get to it, no need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know, and we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Real quick, before we get into Brittany's yeah. email, because I've now received multiple messages about it. I understand that Columbus didn't sail the ocean blue in seventeen seventy six. Okay, that was a joke. Yeah. I, I know what seventeen seventy six is the uh, more the Declaration of Independence. Of Independence yeah, and I know. Columbus sailed the ocean blue in seven hundred fourteen. So I'm not dumb. It's like I I know the dates. This came in on our email only because on, of the rhyme in the song. Yes, mm-hmm. in seventeen and seven hundred fourteen, Columbus sailed the ocean green. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one that I know. Nina Pinta, Santa Maria, Christopher Columbus, Ponce de Leon, Magellan, Magellan like Magellan, all my favorite conquistadores. Mm. Who's your, you know what? Send them in. Who's your favorite conquistador? Wow. 509-441-0999. Let's do conquistador radio at some point today. Jay, this <laughs> came in from Brittany on the air at jankevin.com. Hey, guys. My husband and I have some neighbors we are cordial with. We aren't best friends, but we say hi and chat on the sidewalk or in the driveway when we see them. Well, in the last two weeks, I've seen the husband out at lunch with two different women. It's just felt really weird. I mentioned to him yesterday, and he told me one was a friend from work and another was an old friend. Am I a jerk if I bring it up to his wife? I feel like I might be be being a bit too nosy. That is from Brittany, who also did not send in her favorite conquistador. Wow. Which has really got me bothered and makes That's me not want terrible. to help her out. Yeah. So I'm gonna need her to maybe chime in on uh chime in here a little bit with her favorite conquistador before I can really give her any any sense at all. Based on pictures alone, Cortez, I would say. Oh, Cortez, 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 Cortez is a great man. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he was or wasn't, but his picture's cool. So I just went with that one. I'm you know. When I know, I'm I not big on great con- man. I Jay, walk I'm, it back. <laughs> I think if we go through the list uh-huh. of conquistadors and what they did, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume we're not gonna find a whole lot of hey, that's a great man. Right. That's why I didn't say that. I so, said based on pictures. I'm gonna go, he's a great man for a conquistador. Just to, okay. I'm because gonna, I, say, I'm just I'm gonna thinking, say cool hat. There's not a whole lot of great things that are happening in the wild, wild seas back in the 1400s. Yeah, I don't think there was a lot of of love there. I think a lot of conquistadors would have got canceled. I think that's fair. Uh, 
the getting involved with the neighbors uh life when you're not friends i think is uh that's a, probably a no-go i i'm in on you're being nosy you yeah you're you don't think so you don't think she should say anything yeah i think and i also think there's a i mean you a, said right on front you're not friends you just yeah, said it man. right up front you're not friends but we all know the neighbors who you are cordial with i know we have neighbors who it's like boy we should get together with Sure. Blank yeah. and blank. Right, we yeah. should get together with them. We have a lot of fun every time we see them out mm-hmm. on the streets. That'd be really fun. And then we never end up getting together with them. No, but, but I'm telling you, if I saw close. my, if I saw those neighbors that you're discussing, I would wouldn't think two things about one of them being out with someone of the opposite gender. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't immediately go there. I, I would just think, be like, oh, I don't know anything about you. She's probably a coworker or something. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even think anything of it. I don't think I would think anything of it unless. I felt like there was, unless I had watched their house and it was like, you get the vibe of, well, that guy's, that guy's kind of got some conquistador in him. Then I think I just would discontinue any sort of conversations with them as a neighbor. <laughs> I would just check out of that. I'd want to be no part of it. That guy's mustache screams conquistador yeah. vibes. Yeah, Ponce de Leon or whatever. Ponce de Leon is my favorite. I had to do a, I had to do a report on Ponce de Leon. But why? Finding the Fountain of Youth. Searching for the Fountain of Youth, I believe he ended up in Florida, and he yeah. might have gone down to Louisiana, and and looking for that Fountain of Youth, and instead he found the Caribbean, which is the Fountain of Matt. I mean, that's a great big Fountain of Wonder, but it's not the Fountain of Youth. Wow, what a report! Yeah, that- it was pretty good. I had a, I was pretty good at school. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, I've I, always said that about you. I actually would love to rewind time. And watch my reports as an adult. That was pre-Wikipedia, though. Yeah, it, well, it was. It was back when you had to do the bibliography and do like Ugh. lie about all the books that you said you had looked at. And it was right. like you put more work in trying to figure out how to lie in the bibliography than you did on lie about the fact that you said was real. If you would have just done the work, it would have yeah, been faster and easier. It would have been way easier. But instead, it's like, I bet you Ponce de Leon loved Black Stallion. So I'll just put that in and I'll say that I read it in a... John Grisham book, page six hundred forty-two. You proved me wrong. So it was, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't great. But I, I would love to see my old reports because I think I approach them with my, the mindset of, I, I'm going to see if I can get the facts, enough facts in there mixed with a comedy routine, what I thought was going to be a comedy routine, so that the teacher feels like, man, there's a lot of facts. That could be said here, but this comedy is so good. Yeah. Like, we, I can see that young Sean Widmer wants to tell me more facts, but we're, we can't, like, how, why would he tell me facts when we are eating out of the palm of his comedic hands? That didn't work according to the grades. I have three things that I can confirm off the text line. Uh, one, stay out of the listener letter. He's out in public. Doesn't seem like much of a secret. Two, Sir, Fran- Sir Francis Drake was quite a conquistador. And three, Slim's lying about being a good student. Oh, Jay man. Kevin and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. I, I was lucky. I, I, was really, out. <laughs> I was really good at tests, which really bailed me out. And I was good at homework. But if anyone wanted a presentation, I believe man. you carry a backpack more now than you ever did in school. Oh, yeah, I mean. Well, my backpack in school was filled with table footballs. And it's filled with what now? 
Still some table footballs. They're just nicer quality paper. <laughs> Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I feel like yup is also a, an angry oh, yup response. Is my least favorite. Yeah. Yup. Kevin James. Can't use yup as a as a happy oh, response. It, to me, yup almost feels like the one only word shorter than the letter K. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. The Coyote Country app is ready for you to just download. It's free. You can take us with you wherever you go. You can play the secret sound in 15 minutes. If you're on the app, you can do all kinds of cool stuff, including checking out our podcast, which is also, by the way, free for you. Uh, ACMs have announced their nominations as of this morning. I don't know if you saw that, Slim, or not, but... I saw one of the, the nominations because someone that will be on our show next Tuesday got nominated for a huge award. Yeah, ACM Male Artist of the Year. Did you see the nominations for that? I did, yeah. It is. Let me make sure I got all of them here because I just know the one of them. Uh, It is Kane Brown, Mm -hmm. Luke Combs, Chris Stapleton, some guy named Morgan Wallen, and a guy we'll have on the show next Tuesday, Jordan Davis, got nominated for Male Artist of the Year. Yeah, that's That's awesome. That's a good list there. It's very interesting, Jay. The, that list includes, of course, heavy hitter Luke Combs, nominated for that a lot. Chris Stapleton, nominated for Male Artist of the Year a lot. Right. But there there feels to be a changing of the guard in this category, the Male Artist of the Year. Morgan's going to be there now for eternity. He's going to be in that award conversation forever. Kane Brown is in there, and Kane Brown's going to be a, a player in that for a while, and I think Jordan Davis will be as well. But you don't see a Luke Combs, I mean, a Luke Bryan. You don't see a Jason Aldean. You don't see your Dirk Bentley, your Blake Shelton. No, for sure. I think that changing of the guard is here. Those guys are now older artists who are not going to be in this conversation anymore. No, I think that's fair. They would have to do something spectacular, and and none of them have to uh, the level of the others. And I think it's fair. I do really totally. do. I think it's a, a fair. Uh, a so, uh, you know, if you look at where country music is right now, and you're going like, let's take a real look at it. That's fair for the nominations, and I think they're accurate. I was surprised yes. to see Hardy get as many as he gotten, but you know he had a pretty big year. So okay, I didn't see he Hardy has the had most, a bunch, right? He has the most. He he has seven nominations. Hardy had seven nominations. Do you know how how many did Laney have? Oh, Laney, Laney had uh, well, they shared I three of Laney them. Has, Laney has she six. has six. Yeah, uh, she's up for female artist of the year. Your female artists, and then this speaks volumes to this artist. Uh, there is volumes spoken to Miranda Lambert. Because I I think Miranda Lambert is going to be needing to get into that world with the Aldeans, the Luke Bryans, the Blake Sheltons. We love Miranda. We love those artists. They're just a little bit older. They've been doing it since the early mid two thousands. You know, well, I feel like Miranda is the most nominated, and she also does win a lot too. But she she's does. like, I feel like she's been nominated so many times. Yet maybe doesn't ha- her success hasn't equaled her nominations? Is that a bad thing to say? No, I don't think so. I. But she's a power player in in country music. Miranda, oh, man. Uh, female Artist of the Year, Miranda Lambert, Kelsey Ballerini, Ashley McBride, Carly Pierce, Lainey Wilson. And I just feel like for a little while we're about to have, it's going to be Carly or Lainey back and forth mm-hmm. for the next few years. They're just well, they're going to duke it out. Yep. And I, I just for those who you know, are aware. Miranda Lambert, when you said getting a little older, she's still 39. So, I, I mean, but I, I, I know what you like mean. I talk about I talk about sports. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, this is the sports person in me. Talking, she's younger than me. I want to pretend like I'm still younger, in terms of that that world. No, that's fair because she's been around for so long. I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, but that 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 is a fair thing to bring up because yeah, it's hard to call a 39 year old 
old. (laughs) That's not fair in anything. But LeBron James, who plays, who's going to be playing in the playoffs, he's 38, and I'm like the oldest guy in the world is playing in the NBA. He's a 50 billion years old, right? Because in NBA, in in entertainment world years, you're getting up there. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, Entertainer of the year, Jaybird. These are your nominations. Now, this guy belongs here. I just mentioned not in male artist of the year discussion. Jason Aldean is up for Entertainer of the Year. That man is a walking show. Yeah, fireworks, man. Kane Brown, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood, Morgan Wallen. Say what you will about Carrie Underwood's music and where she's at right now musically and how many people she kills in her songs. Say what you will about that. Mm. I will. Her show is our spectacular. Oh, without question. Man, a Carrie Underwood show. I love that she gets nominated for Entertainer of the Year because in terms of entertainment... My oh my, Carrie Underwood is so good at at that part portion of the of the business. She should probably actually win. Yeah, Jay, she will I, not. She will not win. No, she won't. But if if you if Carrie Underwood wins that award, I'm gonna I'll be excited for her because she that's that's something that if she wins it, you hope other artists who are like, how do I win Entertainer of the Year? And they go, okay, Carrie Underwood won. What's she doing? And you see one of her shows and go, oh, she is really putting on a show and you hope other artists see that and want to emulate it we always go to their live performances which i'm not sure is the definition according to the acms but we always kind of go there because we're like well entertainer aren't you talking about their live shows not necessarily because chris stapleton's live show is based on the quality of his voice not the quality of the entertainment (laughs) portion of his show (laughs) there's nothing if you went to jason aldean if you went to a Jason Aldean concert and the next day a Carrie Underwood concert and the next day a Chris Stapleton concert, you would be like, what happened? Yeah, it's just different like what happened? You know, different interpretations of entertaining. To- totally, which is so, fair. You know, but, but we always go to the, whoa, <laughs> Carrie Underwood's like hanging upside down from one of those yeah. ribbon things <laughs> and singing. That's crazy. That's entertaining. It's J- Vegas. Jason Aldean has the, palm, the, the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand. Right. The way he moves around the stage and the fireworks and just the energy. Yeah. And Chris Stapleton stands there and <laughs> sings so perfectly well. But you're like, well, you ha- have you moved? Have you, mo- have you taken one step this show yet, Stapleton? Oh, the answer He's is like, no. Oh, man, but listen to this. Uh, okay, here can I give you a, two categories that I was curious about your thoughts? Okay, on. new female artist of the year. Love the new new awards: Priscilla Block, Megan Maroney, Caitlin Smith, Morgan Wade, Haley Witters. That's a great group. Uh, Jay, bravo to the ACMs on yeah. giving me new female artists. That's fair. Yeah, you're right because I think a lot of people listening will go, I don't know any of those people. Right in the CMA awards, it's like new female artist of the year. Priscilla Block, Megan Maroney, Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood, <laughs> Haley Witters. And you're like, what, happened? Like, what happened there? What the heck? Yeah. Uh, no, that's a great category, and that's going to actually be a tough one because there's a lot of very good singers in there and a lot of good performers. So I don't know. I don't know who will win that. But I think Megan Maroney. She probably, has the, probably the best, but Morgan Wade had a great she you had know, a head year. start on everybody. She's kind of disappeared. She has. She's kind of disappeared. Priscilla Block's gonna... got that new song with Justin Moore, which is fantastic. Oh, and Haley Witters is clapping her way into your memory. And it's it's so good. That category is stacked. The new male artist of the year also stacked. I mean, the, the new male artist of the year category is wild. Zach Bryan, who's as famous as it gets in, in his circles. Yeah. Jackson Dean, who's had a couple good songs, crushed it at Nashville North last year. I know they factor that okay. in. Ernest. You know. Ernest, who... Ernest, who wrote a lot of the Morgan songs, Morgan Wallen songs, so that doesn't stink for him. Dylan Scott, who every time he comes out with a new song, Jay, we're like, that's the best song. Nate Smith, whose whose song I can't ever get out of my head when we play it. 
And then Bailey Zimmerman. Jay, that's that category is jam-packed with all studs. Right. Well, all the things we said that they did right in the female new female artist, they did terribly in the new male artist. <laughs> Dylan Scott. Dylan Scott's been around a bit. Dylan Ernest, Scott. Ernest actually has been around for a little bit, although I, I get his a bit more because he finally had his own album out. Yeah, that's a little different. But Dylan Scott's been around for six, seven years. That's just dumb. I mean, you now, you, now Jay, you, if you take him out. Zach Bryan, Jackson Dean, Ernest, Nate Smith, and Bailey Zimmerman okay. are all new. Yeah, that's fair. And and Bailey Zimmerman should probably win that award. Dylan Scott's first studio album titled Dylan Scott came out in 2016. Bro. Seven years ago, Jay. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, I want to do something real quick. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I love mayonnaise on anything for me is good. Like okay. mayonnaise and hot dog, mayonnaise and hamburger, obviously. Here we go. Kevin James. Oh, into the mouth it goes. He even turned the spoon upside down. He looks like he's not in That's not good. <laughs> good. No, that one's not the good. The cream on cream doesn't work, huh? No, don't do If you are going to do mayonnaise... <laughs> Don't do it with cottage cheese. Oh, That's just what we learned. That, uh, that was really bad. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote, Coyote Country. Country. It's time for Jay and Kevin's you hear that? Secret, secret Sound. All right. Our final secret sound. And we are trying to get a winner. The jackpot keeps growing substantially with every wrong guess. All the wrong guesses are put up on the big 99.9 coyotecountry.com. You can just go in there and click on the contest, and you will see some amazing guesses for the secret sound. Yeah. I, people have been very creative with their answers this time. I've, I've been very impressed. Angie? Hi. How are you? Doing well. How about you? Very good. Thank you. Appreciate you asking. Good. Yeah, I, I gotta say I'm very excited. When I talked to when I picked up the phone with Angie, I could hardly hear her. Oh no. And I was very nervous <laughs> because when you get a contestant, the last thing you want is them to think they're gonna play and then they're not. Oh, and then you have like a drop call or something. So I'm very thankful that her phone sounds as good as it does right now because it's for big bucks. Angie, are you excited? I am nervous. And nervous. Well, let's see what you're playing for, first of all. The current jackpot for Jay and Kevin's secret sound is I saw a clue last night by our buddy Steve on social media. $540. $540. Angie, are you ready to play? I am. All right, let's do it right now. Here's the secret sound. For $540, Angie, what is the Jay and Kevin secret sound? It is a knife scraping on a plate. Knife scraping on a plate. Oh, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Darn it. You know what, though? We're going to play again at 9.15, okay? All right. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much, Angie. Appreciate that. And let's see. Great guess, because that sound is very recognizable. The knife scraping on a plate. It also, when she said it, it made my fingernails hurt. I know. I hate that sound. (laughs) Angie, what are you doing to me here? <laughs> the jackpot for the next Terrible. round of Jay and Kevin's secret sound will be. Let's see what we're going up to. $558. Wow. Man. Stay tuned right here to the big 99.9 Coyote Country for more chances to win. 
For access to all wrong guesses of Jay and Kevin's secret sound, head to the big 999coyotecountry.com and become a Country Club VIP member. And always remember to secret sound responsibly. All right, well, we'll play again at 9.15. Uh, Slim, if you don't mind me taking a minute here to talk about my mother-in-law, I'd appreciate that. Uh, she passed away yesterday, and she had been sick. Um, you know, she had dementia and she had cancer, so it wasn't, you know, obviously not a surprise. And there's going to be some things that are I'm really going to miss about my mother-in-law. Like, she, you know, she's one of those people who you get lucky when you get a really good in-law because you can't choose them. And then, you know, you're like, what? I, I, got the, I got the mother-in-law jackpot. And I think you did, too. Yep. So it's you know that you're really fortunate and there's just so many moments in your life you know her she used to dance around at patsy klein while making her homemade fudge in the kitchen with my kids and she had like one of those amazing laughs she was one of those people she was an easy laugh legendary fudge legendary fudge legendary fudge could have sold it like yes could have made money off of it and she had and i I, her laugh was one of those things we have so many videos of her like doubling over laughing Hmm. and it's one of those things where you just you know some very great memories and and when you go through some things where you have to live in assisted living and the, you go through all that stuff, I realize that our society needs to treat the elderly better and there's a lot of problems with that. But there were so many great stories that came out in the last couple of days. And I just wanted to give you a couple of positive ones because there, there there's a Domino's that's across the parking lot from her assisted living center. And she loved the chicken sandwiches there. And, and every once in a while she'd order a pizza there too. And there was a manager there. And because of dementia, she, the whole money thing was complicated. So my brother-in-law went in and put his credit card on file at the Domino's and talked to the manager and said, hey, look, you know, my mother's over there and she loves that. And he's like, look, we'll deliver. We'll just walk it over to her. That's that close. So the chances of that getting screwed up are pretty good. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, he's got a bunch of different employees yeah. and all that. Yeah. And this guy was so great that he would text my brother-in-law and say, your mom had a chicken sandwich today, charged your card, the del- and she talked to the delivery driver about her dog. He would always add a note hmm. at the bottom to say, she talked to the delivery driver about making fudge at the cabin. She talked to the delivery driver about her grandson's basketball games, whatever it was. And it was just one of those things where you go, that went on for like two years. The That's extra wild. effort from somebody to personally care about somebody they don't know is crazy. Like, when you see those kinds of things, you want to go, uh, I feel like maybe I should try harder. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I feel like maybe if a manager at Domino's can go to that extra effort for a person that he literally has no connection to, that's the kind of story that those people, when they touch your life, man, what an amazing impact that can have. Because then yesterday I was like, oh, God, I got I to gotta be better. I got to do stuff to be better. And there was multiple... Stories like that. Geez, sorry, I'm getting emotional about it. But <sighs> Jeez. Um, they don't have to do that stuff. And, and when you care about somebody you don't know, man, I'm telling you, it's impactful. And, and, and really, Jay, how much time does it take and I understand the effort is not always there because you don't know someone's headspace at work and stuff. Yeah. But the other end of the what could be minimal effort is ridiculous. 
It's just hard to remember every time we're in the moment, you know? And and we all get it. Everybody said, you know, you have your days and you have your your moods and your moments, and I get that. But it's just like, wow. But you're so right. Like, the value of that on the other end is astronomically huge. And there was be just completely life changing. And Slim, there was so many. There was a couple people at the at the facility, and you know, the hospice nurse who would go in on the weekends to FaceTime for my wife so she could see her mom, and who you know took time to text on their days off to say, "Hey, you know, your mom had a little bit was feeling grumpy today, so we came in on a Sunday and FaceTime." I mean, people who have that in their heart are unbelievable. I love that. So, you know... You know who has that a little bit also? Obviously, the apple didn't fall far from the tree. Oh, I'm... Your daughter. I'm surrounded by I wasn't going to say you. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Your daughter has a lot of that in her. No, I'm surrounded by it. I have a sister like that. My Obviously, my daughter and my wife are both like that. I mean, I'm I'm surrounded by people who live their lives like that. Yeah. And I just... Today, I was like... I thought of three things that you should do if you want a day today. Okay. Three things in honor of my mother-in-law, okay? I loved it. And and your mother-in-law is a legend. Very much so. Number one, look for the good. She always did. It's easy to see the bad. Look for the good. Number two, try to change someone's day. And I'm not talking about necessarily buying my coffee or opening a door or something. She would do this thing where she would ask a second question. Like you get the person who you walk by and go, how's it going? And you don't care. I mean, it's just a greeting. But she would always ask the second question. And if you can get yourself to ask a second question to somebody like, how's it going? Good. Really? What, what's so good about it? Or, or, oh, I'm glad to hear it's good. What happened today? That second question shows actual care. Mm. It's weird how one extra question. Mm. And if you're going to get yourself in a longer conversation, which you may not like. But yeah. anyway. That's not, that's not the point, though. And the third thing is be generous with your laugh. She mm. was a great laugher. And she made other people happy by laughing. And some people are really stingy with their laugh. You know, there's like they don't laugh enough. And if anything else, if nothing else, your own laugh can get yourself in a good mood. Like you laughing puts yourself in a better state of mind. You're right about that. So just laugh a little bit. And if, you know, if today you're thinking, oh, that wasn't really that funny, but I'm going to laugh anyway. And you have a little bit more fun. Once you crack open that laugh and let it go a little bit more, your attitude will change. Okay, so. don't lose that list. We're running those three things back later because I, I think people need to hear them. That's a really... Well, first of all, thanks for making me cry on a well, sorry. Thursday. Appreciate you. It's the Domino's guy. Made me cry. He always does. I get it, man. Oh, and I did have a question. Yeah. The big 99 Coyote Country. You said your mother-in-law danced to Patsy Cline, which I love. All the time. And then she laughed a lot around you, right? Oh, yeah. She was laughing at you? Uh, just my dance.